In the spirit of the holidays, we know you'll be spending time with your families and sharing with them. So that the David Bowers Award staff can do the same, we gave them the holidays off and are presenting you our classic Christmas show from the past. It's a two-hour special of Christmas music and wishes from some of our guests. From myself, my co-host John Bon Jovial, our engineer Nick Rogers, and everyone at the David Bowers Awards, we hope you enjoy this special program along with our wishes for whatever you celebrate. A very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, joyous Kwanzaa, or just plain happy holidays. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial, and now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Juan, and believe me, I could never stand in Ralph Emery's shoes. <laughs> I want to thank well, you, if you did, that'd be really us. weird. Yes, it would, especially if he was still in them. <laughs> Thank you, listeners around the world. Welcome back for another episode of the David Bowers Awards, bringing you the best in indie music. And uh, today we're uh, a little bit different because this is our Christmas special. We're going to have Christmas wishes and messages instead of awards. Otherwise, it's pretty much the same old song and dance, except we've got a star-studded lineup for you today and a lot of stuff going on, so we want to get right to it. I do want to thank our house band, Titty Bingo, for providing us our theme music and a heck of a lot of good rock and roll. Going to have them back on in uh, 2015. Uh, got some interesting original stuff to do. We might even sit in on one of their practice sessions, which is something that, uh, to my knowledge, no show has ever done. Sat in with a uh, with a major band during one of their uh, rehearsals. We might be doing that. We've got a lot of interesting stuff lined up for next year. I'm sure we're going to be able to keep you entertained, and we're going to try and do that today. Today, do want to remind you, check out Titty Bingo if you haven't already. Check out their uh, latest uh, CD, Rock and Roll. Believe me, they do a lot of that. And as I said, we do have a really big shoe today, and we're going to go to our first award already. Our first award today, the David Bowers Award, goes to former guests of ours and personal friends, a really, really great bunch of guys that have been rocking and rolling and doo-wopping for a long, long time, but I won't rub it in because that makes us all feel old. The fabulous mystics of Hushabai fame, they are up for induction into the doo-wop Hall of Fame, and that'll be coming up in March. So you be sure and be watching for that. They're online. Catch them on, uh, on Facebook and send them a message. Check out with them. Uh, George and the boys are just a great bunch. They'll always get back to you. Uh, they'll give you all their tour dates. They've got some really, really big shows coming up with uh, some of the biggest stars of the early years of rock and roll. Jimmy Clanton, uh, the Tokens, uh, among others that come to mind right now. Some great shows coming up follow along with the mystics as i said you'll find them on facebook our best and congratulations to george and phil the two original members still rocking with the mystics and of course rocky and ralph great group they do a lot of great stuff they got some new material uh, they do some covers of some other oldies from uh, years gone by 
fantastic. I've had the pleasure of seeing them several times, and uh, they they just put on a great show. And also Joni, who manages to keep them all in line. Joni, congratulations and happy. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you guys. There, happy Christmas too, and happy Hanukkah where appropriate. Congratulations on your induction into the Doo-Wop Music Hall of Fame in March. We'll be watching for that. Also, want to take a second to wish a happy birthday to a special young lady, April Byers of Aurora, Colorado. She hit the magic twenty-one. Congratulations, April. Happy birthday. I hope it was a special day for you, and I know it's going to be a great year. I do want to, I do want to remind our listeners, especially uh, those who are entertainers, singers, bands, whatever, or have uh, connections with uh, people of that ilk, if you want to be considered for a guest shot on the show, it's really very simple. All you have to do is send your EPK to me, David at the davidbowers.com. Our panel will review them, and we select our guests, a lot of them from these submissions. So here's your chance to get introduced to our worldwide audience and have your music heard around the world. Send your EPK to david at the davidbowers.com. With that said, so, we should move right along because our next guest is coming into us from the great, it's not another country, although sometimes they like to think they are, and uh, we're not going to do anything to discourage that notion, because whether they're a state or a country, it's a great place, and we've got a lot of great friends down there. One of them coming on board with us right now, a gentleman who is the, uh, he's, well, he's a hometown hero in Corpus Christi. They love him there, and, well, they should. Let's bring him on board now, ladies and gentlemen, from Corpus Christi, Texas, David Martinez. David. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good to talk to you again. Fantastic. Welcome great back to, to the show, to David. Too. It's great to have you with us. Yeah, I appreciate it every time, too. I think I think the last time we talked, I was in a... I was at South by Southwest in Austin. Yeah, I think I know we we have talked to you at South by Southwest a couple of times. You going back yeah. there this year? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm involved with the Texas Indie Fest, so uh, I, I I've been. I think this is going to be my sixth year in a row. We actually did a we just we did a fall show back in uh, October, just to uh, just it's, it was kind of like a little. Um, you know, an interest show to get to let people know that we were going to do it again, and so we did it around the time the Austin awesome City Limits Festival was going on. So there was a there was a lot of people in town, so it was it was a good time. What is the date of that this year? Do you know? Um, I there's no confirmation, but I know it. I know it's the weekend, the week of a. Uh, I know it's going to happen during the week of a. Uh, it's uh, March, so it's going to be. Uh, Somewhere between March 16th and March 20th, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the 18th, 19th, and 20th. That's what I'm thinking. But they haven't confirmed anything yet. But that's uh, that's that's what it looks like. Well, we'll have to see if we can't uh, we can't get together and maybe uh, get some words from you from all the action down there in uh, at South by Southwest because that is a, a fantastic thing. It's it's grown to the point now where it's. I don't know. There's some people who are saying it's almost too big, but uh, the the one thing I know that they're worried about is so they're worried about the major entities taking over and uh, kind of squeezing out the emerging artists, the upcoming indies. But uh, 
yeah. the indie movement has has gotten stronger than it's ever been before. I think uh, I think it's strong enough now that it can uh, pretty much hold its own. What have you got going on in uh, in your world, David? Oh, nothing much. I mean, I, I, I'm write, I'm writing, I'm writing new uh, material for my for a new record that I plan on recording next summer. So uh, that's 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 what I've been doing. I've just been kind of doing demos and doing. I've been doing, you know, a lot of local shows and uh, uh, there's a, there's a couple of uh, talented artists here in Corpus Christi who we're, we're probably going to get together next year sometime and probably February or or March and do a little uh do a little Texas tour so we're so I'm just uh I'm just I'm I'm setting my goals for the new year and all that so so that's that's uh one of the big things I'm working on right now. Well that's great and I I love that you're working with some other new and upcoming artists you'll have to uh turn us on to them and uh let let us give a listen. I mean that's how we discovered you and uh hey yeah. if they come with your rec- if they come with your recommendation they're going to be all right with us. Yeah, absolutely. That, that that is a that's a definite. I'll I'll get you in contact. I'll send you an email uh, on where to check these guys out because we've we've been doing we're they're starting to like like you said about independent music. I mean, they're start they're they're that's where you know the, honestly that's where all all the music's like all the good music's really being created compared to uh, we have a lot of people who think that you need to be on a TV show like The Voice or American Idol to make it, but. Uh, the, the bottom line is you have to go, you have to put out, I, in my opinion, you have to put out records independently, get on the road, go meet people, take the music to the people. Cause basically, that, that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I was, I've been watching that uh, that Foo Fighters uh, series, Sonic uh, Highways, and I thought it was uh-huh. a really cool concept. I, re- I thought it was a really cool concept how Dave Grohl went into town, got out of his comfort zone, went into all these towns like Chicago, L.A., Austin, and and worked with the uh, worked on the uh, worked with, uh, interviewed local people and you know and understood how the music how their music came and what they ended up doing they ended up writing a song in every town and recording a song out there. Oh wow! And one thing is the the old Austin City Limits building KLRU Studios. They, I was watching the Austin series on that one and it was it kind of I kind of got chills going down my back because I remember. Uh, we didn't play on the Austin City Limits show, but we played uh, we played that venue for a uh, for a Landshark uh, Landshark um, Battle National Battle of the Bands, and I think the week before Pearl Jam had played there. But we oh, wow. worked with the entire we worked with the entire Austin City Limits crew, and the, just to understand the the that stage is so legendary. You had the likes of you know Ray Charles, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Tom Waits, uh, Etta James. This goes on, and I, I kind of got chills in the back when I when I saw when I saw that. You know, it was like it sure. was just a reminder. Sure, and you're absolutely right, David. The uh, the important thing is keep putting out the music and really get out and play for the people because that's that's the key to the whole thing. Interacting with the people, and if they, uh, you know, if you reach them, they're going to be there for you. Whether it's in uh, personal appearances, uh, <clears throat> downloading your songs, buying the hard copy CDs, and now that the vinyl's coming back in, that's a uh, definite alternative too. And also the uh, <clears throat> the creative end of it. We've had. Uh, Actually, we've had one experience uh, last month. We had a band out of Canada, One Soul Thrust, uh, who had a unique way of introducing a new song. Uh, they did a one-off 
on the uh, on the premise that you know when you go to see an act play, whether it's a band or a stage play or whatever it is, you see that one performance. It is one performance. It'll never occur again. You may have a recording where they play the same song, but it is not that one performance. So they did. They introduced a new song on a Canadian radio station by playing it live. And that's the only time you'd be able to hear the song. If you wanted a copy of that song, you had to record it off the air because uh, they were not going to release it as a single, as a digital download, or as part of an album or anything. And uh, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here a little bit early. We've got another one coming up on our January show, first show of the new year. Uh, We've got another group who has come up with another extremely original way to introduce a new song. So uh, you want to be listening and watching for that because we'll have that on our January show. That's going to be very interesting. David, tell us about uh, what you need. What you need is, it was kind of a, when I wrote it, it was kind of a folky song. And it is a funny story about it. I was talking to a friend of mine. And she was, you know, she was basically complaining about her boyfriend and this and that, you know. And, and she got kind of personal on it. But, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, you know, I could give you all the advice you want. And this happens just in general. I said, but, you know, what you need is something I can't give you. You know, you can fight it for yourself. And I was like, so when I said that, I said, I, I had to write a song about that. It's kind of funny. Fast forward, when I released the record, I gave her a copy of the album. She goes, hey, man, I really like that song, What You Need. I've never told her that I wrote it about her. <laughs> and her inner situation. It's like, well, she knows now. <laughs> yeah, she's listening. <laughs> but it was, it was that, that that's basically what it was. And it was kind of, it was kind of a, like, it kind of had like a Donovan Frankenreiter, uh, Gila feel with it, you know. But I, I went back and reworked it and, you know, getting, the, getting into the studio with Leroy Miller. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, one of his backgrounds is he, he can play some funk. And he can play some, you know, he can get down like a, you know, a Sly Stone or Lenny Kravitz, you know, he can, he can, I mean, he's actually, he's actually, yeah, he's actually jamming. I think he did an audition for Lenny Kravitz back in the, back in the eighties. And he said that was one of the best jams he had because, you know, that was, that was up his alley. And I said, well, I want to do this kind of like in a, kind of like a funky, like, you know, Fat Albert kind of style, you know, he says, we can do that. And, you know, the way it worked out, it came in. And we had Adam McDougal from the Black Crows play play keys, and he just threw a great, uh, great, uh, you know, a, a key solo. So it was that that's that's kind of what the direction we went with. What you need. Fantastic! And before we play it, David, a Christmas wish for everybody. Yeah, you know, I, I as a matter of fact, I was talking about Cindy. I was talking to Cindy about this, and uh, you know, it's like. I, I I thought about it, you know, and I, and, I, and I, you know, with everything going out, on out there in the world, you know, it's just um, you you see, I mean, there's a lot of unrest right now, and it's uh, one of the biggest things uh, is, you know, I want I want people to get along. So what I thought of this is what I thought of. I said, love God has blessed all of us with will enter the will enter the hearts of those who bleed to know there is a light where light may not be seen. That was that was my thinking because because uh, too many people come down on themselves. There is a light; you just gotta find it. And uh, I mean, never give up your put. faith and what you believe in. So beautifully that, put. Thank you meaning. very much. I think that's a true meaning, meaning to Christmas in a way too. So 
Very well said. Thank you so much, David. Merry Christmas to well, you, sir, to your well family, said. and Merry best Christmas wishes. Thank you. Best wishes for a happy and successful 2015, David. You know, we'll be in contact. <laughs> Absolutely looking forward to it. Wouldn't have it any other way. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners around the world, here he is, David Martinez. It's called What You Need. This is the David Bowers, joining with my co-host John Bon Jovial, our engineer Nick the Geek Rogers, and the entire crew at the David Bowers Awards to present this Christmas special and extend our Christmas wishes to each of you. Hey, yeah, there you go. What you need. I like that. I like that a lot. Don't you, John? Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, uh, what you need. I love that you know, there's so many there. things, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we need, but he pretty much got it, is what you need. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And uh, we'll from the, be from, uh, from the from the Republic of Texas, David Martinez. Absolutely, and we'll be talking with our next guest. Uh, always a pleasure to have Nikki Chris join us from the uh, well, hey, the sweet sound from the Carolinas. Nikki, welcome aboard. Hey, thank you, David. Happy to be back. Always glad to have you on board. How are things out in your neck of the woods? Uh, busy, 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 busy. <laughs> no, really? I mean, a, a that, singer, that, that entertainer, a mother, a housewife, and whatever, and you, things are busy at Christmas time? I can't imagine that. <laughs> yeah, just a tad. Santa hasn't even wrapped the presents yet. Oh, well, you got a little time yet. You still got, what, 11 days, so... Uh, yeah, I know, but and, you know me, I'm usually, I'm usually done by now. Well, hey, there's a first time for everything. I mean, <laughs> now, how, how well, many children so you, you have? You better take the fat guy there and, and whip him into shape. Or I know, really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many children do you have, Nikki? Two. Two, and they are how old? Eleven and nine. Oh, fun years! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's really. I think uh, that that is the fun time when they're real little. They they you know the the lights, the excitement. They can sense it, but they're not old enough to appreciate it. And when they get a little bit older, then they start getting their own ideas about how everything should be done. So in in, in a way, those tween years are really really the choice ones. So cherish them, enjoy them, because it it will change, Nikki. Believe me. Oh no, <laughs> I know. Trust me. <laughs> they be, they become teenagers, and as a result, they become that horrible. Well, they become teenagers. <laughs> I know <laughs> that horrible word, teenagers. Yes. So, do you have any uh, performing plans for the holidays? Um, I actually just did a show yesterday. Um, I was down in Charlotte at Concord Mills Malls with Tunes for Tots, and we were there all afternoon. So that was a fun, fun, fun afternoon, raising money for um, Simon Youth Foundation. So I was there. Uh, most of the day yesterday, um, and then I really don't have anything else planned um, from a performance perspective through the rest of the year, but I've got various different um, radio shows, such as yours, and I have another uh, one another one on Tuesday evening, so I'm, you know, I'm keeping myself busy. Uh, and I'm well, in the middle of recording, too, so... Oh, you're recording. What do you have recording? Yes. Let us in on the, on the let us in as much as you can tell us. Oh, well, I have um I have a new single that's going to be coming out in January. It's called Picture Yourself. And uh-huh. um it's uh, an original song that um is being um featured in the short film Mother. Uh it's okay. going to be played at the closing credits. Um, so we decided to release it as a single as well in conjunction with the film. So that'll be out in January. All right. We'll be looking forward to that. That'll be coming out in January. Can't wait to hear that. Is that going to be part of a, uh, part of an album or is it just a solo release, a single release? I mean, yeah, it's just going to be a single. Uh-huh. Yeah, just gonna be well, just gonna be a single, and then I'm in talks with some various individuals to um, work on some other 
new material, but I don't have anything definite yet as to, you know, any EPs or albums or more singles or stuff like that. We're just in talks right now. Well, hopefully okay. your new gonna... single will result in uh, a domino effect, and you will come out with a new album. We would love it. I know, I know, I know. That or I've finally got to get one of those Kickstarters to work. There you go. That's that's always an option. Have you got uh, have you got some touring plans for the new year? Um, nothing concrete yet. I am still trying to put together um, a band um, or at least one other person to play with me. So hopefully, trying to get that in place so that I can start or we can start playing out in more different areas and things like that. And then obviously, I'll be trying to do some more tunes for tots events great great now tell us this i know we played this last year which was it was it last year or the year before that this uh this christmas wish was uh debuted for you um it came out in gosh 2012 maybe was so it 2012 two, i couldn't remember yeah. last year or the year before but i think it yeah it was I, two, I, yeah, I pretty, it was two years ago, but what I, I actually re-released it last year because we decided to do some additional mixing on it. So um, it was originally out uh, two years ago, but re-released last year. So you have the, the version from last year. Okay, yeah, I remember uh, it, it, we we played it now and, and become familiar with it, so it's almost falling into that category of, uh, you know, a, a Christmas standard that we expect to hear every year, and uh, I know it's it's going very well for you. I wish you the best. I hope it, uh, I hope it does become a Christmas standard for everyone. Tell us how you came to write it. Um, well, actually, it was the, the first song that I released, um, and... Uh, I had had some, you know, various friends and acquaintances that were in the military, and I knew that they were away from their families um, at Christmas time, and I knew that that was really hard for them and their families. So I just said, you know, why don't I I see what I can get out of this type of, uh, you know, message? So that's how the song came about. It was mainly um, written with the thought in mind of, you know, military families being separated from their loved ones. And, you know, because there's a line in there that says, um, for the children, wouldn't it be better if mommy or daddy were their surprise instead of a present is actually having their parent home with them for the holidays. So, yep, that's the, the message behind it and how it came about. Very nice, very well done, and thank you so much for coming and being a part of our Christmas show here. Do you have a Christmas message for the listeners and your fans? Uh, just enjoy it. Um, you know, if you're with your families, enjoy your families, and, uh, you know, don't worry about the little things, and Happy New Year, and all that fun love and hugs and kisses. Oh, thank you so much. And to you and your two children and your husband, a very Merry Christmas and the best of New Year's to you as well. Thank you, darling. You know I wish the same for you as well. Oh, thank you, and we'll look forward to dragging you back onto the show, kicking and screaming again next year. Oh, there's no kicking and screaming. I love coming <laughs> on your show, and I really appreciate it. 
Uh, we appreciate having you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikki Chris. This is called My Christmas Wish.
Very Nikki nice Chris. indeed. That is Nikki Chris. Yeah, how about that, huh? Awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you what. She uh, She's always been one of my favorites on the show, David. She's uh, She's got such a sweet voice. She is such a talent, and we are so privileged to have her on board with us. Um, yes, and she is. Just, she's, she's a sweetheart. Let's bring on our next guest. And uh, he's just back from a... Uh, from a trip out to California where he had a fun time from all I hear. Ladies and gentlemen, bring him in. The one, the only, Tommy James. Tommy, how are you? How are you? Nice to talk with you. Oh, my pleasure. Always good to talk to you, Tommy. Understand you had a uh, fun trip out to Los Angeles this week. Yes. No, we did. We, I just got back. Um, I was out with uh, Adam Sandler, who uh, had a big, uh, big bash going on. And uh, invited several musical people, and uh, I was one of them, and we uh, we had a great time. Big party. I I hear that uh, Adam is a, a fan. As a matter of fact, he became, in, uh, for a few moments at least, he became an impromptu Shondell. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, well, he and, and the whole band, you know, you know, Adam plays guitar and sings, and he sings great. And, uh, really? You know, not many people know that. He's really a musician. No, that's and, That's a, side uh, of and a singer, and he, and he, uh, so he's a real, real rock and roll fan, and a, and, a, and a rock and roller himself. So when we put, we did uh, uh, Crimson and Clover and Moni Moni, and I think we're alone now. We just, we just did them at the, at the party, and uh-huh. um, and oh, uh, he came in, sang with us, and uh, it was a lot of fun. He's a big, he's a big fan, and he's fun. Oh, I bet it was. Too bad you didn't get a video. That would be one to put on your uh, on your YouTube channel. That would That's uh, right. one no, to get a lot. Of you're quite right about that. We got a lot of pictures, but no video. <laughs> oh darn! Listen, I understand you also uh, did some talking with regard to the, uh, the moving forward on the movie project. That's right. We uh, well, one of the reasons we we went out there was to. Uh, uh, was to talk with uh, all of our movie people. The uh, Barbara Defina is producing Me, the Mob, and the Music. Our book is being made into a film. And uh, so we got a chance to sit with the agents out there that are involved and our screenwriter, uh, Matt Stone, who's going to be uh, starting the screenplay literally uh, the first of the year. And uh, so all of this is going on at the same time. And uh, we met with the Sony people out there. We really, we really did L.A. You know, I, I'm in New York, so going out to L.A., we got we crammed as much in as we could, and we sat with the Sony people who we just uh, assigned a deal with to represent our music in film and TV. So, uh, you know, it was a, it was a it was it was a fun three days out there. I bet it was, and uh, you're probably glad to be back and have a little time. I am. I, I actually I put up my Christmas tree today. <laughs> I oh, couldn't do it. It usually goes up the, you know, right after Thanksgiving. I, I'm a Christmas nut, and uh, so I never got a chance to because we had so many things going on. So today, I felt real good. I put on Christmas music and actually put up the tree today. Oh, fantastic. Now, if there's anybody in the listening audience around the world right now that is not aware of it, I know everybody knows who Tommy James and the Shondells are, but uh, if you're not aware of it, Tommy, a few years ago, uh, did a book, put out a book called Me, the Mob, and the Music, subtitled One Hell of a Ride with Tommy James and the Shondells. Uh, It's a great book. 
it is a, an easy read. It's not something you're going to get bored by because it's an easy read, and it is also a lot of fun, especially if you're into the history of pop rock music because uh, you're going to get an insight. You're going to you're going to learn things about the music industry you didn't know, of course, as it relates to Tommy James and the Shondells. Uh, because it's his experience, and that's the thing that makes it interesting. It is a true story. This is kind of like uh, it's kind of like a cross between uh, a rock and roll idol, The Godfather, and the history of rock music. Uh, if you haven't read the book, if you haven't read it, get a copy, read it. You're going to love it. You'll probably go back and read it more than once. And they are in the process, as Tommy just alluded, to uh, making a movie out of it, uh, a la the uh, the uh, uh, Lost Jersey Boys is what I was trying to say. I got tongue-tied yeah. there. Uh, but uh, that will be what? We, how far away are we from actual? Well, we're probably you know from the finished product. We're probably talking about. Uh, uh, close to two years that's how long it takes to make everything happen you know right. i'm getting a, an amazing education as everybody comes on as all the uh, the crew and everybody comes on everybody is a separate negotiation so it mm -hmm. really uh is quite intricate all of the moving parts and then after the film they want to do a uh, a broadway show a musical so uh, these are two very different animals Two different, uh, very oh, yes. different ways of telling the same story, basically. Absolutely, and uh, I, I'm sure it is quite an experience for you to go through and not only see all of the parts come together and what's involved in each part, but to actually be a part of it since it's your story they're doing. That's right. That's right. It's an amazing thing to see, and I, I am so flattered and honored that uh, you know they think. Uh, our story is worthy of a film. It really is uh, quite amazing. So well, you've uh, had, it's going to be fun. You've had quite an amazing history uh, between your uh, your explosive beginning, you know, the, the record just all of a sudden popping up a few miles down the road in, uh, sure. in Pennsylvania and becoming a hit, and then your relationship with your boss there at Roulette Records. Of course, the, for the fans who don't... Uh, uh, know why the the book has such a provocative title, "Me, the Mob, and the Music," is because uh, Roulette Records, the uh, the uh, label that we had uh, the bulk of our hits on, um, was not only a functioning record company, but it was also a front for the Genovese crime family in New York, which we knew nothing about when we signed with them and had and learned it Surprise. Incre incrementally, and uh, so that made life real interesting for us. And of course. Um, the gist of the story is, you know, here we are having this uh, uh, career in rock and roll with this very dark and sinister story going on behind us that we couldn't talk about. Right, and uh, that's what's going to make it a one heck of a movie, I'm sure. Yeah. We're, looking, we're looking forward to seeing that, and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I've read it twice already, and now that I'm talking about it, I'll probably go back and read it again tonight. Well, but, thank uh, you for the great you. plug. <laughs> oh, it's the truth. It's a great book. Anybody that hasn't read it, read it. If you're into the music, you've got to read this book because it has become – to my way of thinking, this this book is as much a part of the music of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and up to now, of rock music. It's as much a part of rock music as Tommy James is. That's about the simplest well, way of putting so it. thank you so much. You're very Tommy, kind. Thank I wanna, you. 
Uh, our pleasure. Our pleasure to have you come on the show. Want to have you come back next year. Sometime we'll work out a date and have you come back where we can sit down and talk for a little bit longer, get into sure. details. You can tell us about the movie and uh, all these other things because you've got so many fascinating stories. I know from having talked to you in the past, it's uh, it's always a pleasure to have you come Sounds on good. and just share it. Great, fantastic. Thank you again, Tommy. Thank and you so Carol much. for helping us put this together. Merry Christmas to you and Merry your Christmas happy to you and all your listeners. And here, ladies and gentlemen, here now is Tommy James and his Christmas hit, I Love Christmas.
I get the impression that he loves Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you kind of think he really means it, don't you? <laughs> That's a, what a great song. Wow, Tommy James does it again. And also, uh, unfortunately, we have not heard from our uh, our last guest of the day, uh, Joe Bonsell of the Oak Ridge Boys. And I know they're out on tour on their uh, on their uh, Santa Cla- on their uh, Christmas night boys night out. I'll get it right after a while. Christmas boys night out tour, and uh, we're going to play uh, a song by them in just a couple of moments here. Uh, Joe is always good to talk to, and. Uh, all four of them no, are such he, he, He's a great guy. He really is. But you recall he did tell us that, you know, with the tight schedule that they've got going on right now, he did mention to us that there was a possibility that uh, they may not be able to call in. And, of course, we told them that if that's the case, we'll stretch and wish him a wonderful Christmas regardless. Yes, and I uh, want to answer on, on a separate note here. I want to answer a question that we got from Cindy in the chat room. Yes, Cindy, the song is available. Uh Matter of fact, it's on a couple of his albums. He has a Christmas album, a Christmas CD out. And uh, John, if you talk for uh, if you talk to him for just a second, I have that here. I just need to get away from it and reach back here and get it. Never mind, I've got it. You don't need to talk. Go back into your corner there. He has the Christmas but, album. But out. I still wanted to talk. <laughs> I love the Go back sound of my mellifluous voice. Yes, well, fortunately, you have a uh, face that's good for radio, too. But, uh, I yes, have a Cindy, great Tommy for James, radio. <laughs> I love Christmas. It's a uh, it's an 11-track CD that is out and available right now, and you can get that uh, probably most. I haven't checked all of the places. You can uh, you can go to Tommy James's website. I would imagine it's probably available on uh, all the usual places, iTunes, Amazon, and all of that. If you have trouble finding it, let me know, Cindy. I'll get you a copy, all right? And as we were saying, John? Well, as we were saying, uh, we were saying something. Yes, yes, okay, we were. Okay, we were talking about uh, Joe Bonsall and the Oak Ridge Boys. Oh, yeah. And yes. the fact that uh, for some reason he was unable to connect with us this afternoon. Well, I know well, he's got yeah, a couple we, of things. We, we did hear from him earlier, and he said that it's quite possible that there might be some scheduling conflicts, and just so we knew about that in advance, and, of course, uh, and, we did uh, speak to him. We told him that we understood completely because they're on a very tight schedule, these guys. And yeah, still, after doing all these, what, 40-some-odd years, they're still so tightly and you know and highly in demand. And it's yeah, a testament doing to, their, their, uh, to the quality of what they their, do. Their Christmas Boys Night Out tour. And uh, those I, I've been watching the uh, tracking the tour, and those shows are selling out way before they ever get there, as soon as the tickets go on sale. So uh, you can check their website. They update the schedule almost daily. Check the Oak Ridge Boys website for when they're going to be in your area. And if they uh, put tickets on sale, jump on them because they are not lasting long. These shows are selling out. You 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 know you, you see these guys and they've been around over forty years and they're selling like current rock stars. You'd think they were Justin Bieber or something because they just sell out as soon as the tickets go on sale. Oh please, please right don't along. don't lump them in the same category as Justin <laughs> Bieber. Oh my gosh, no, I That's was sacrilege. I was not putting them in the same category. <laughs> Moving on though, before we do run out of time, we're going to play a song from the Oak Ridge Boys that uh, Joe gave us to play. This is called Mary Had. A little lamb.
boys and mary had a little lamb christmas version we're going to wrap this up we're running short of time i want to tell you thanks to all our wonderful guests today for a great show a christmas show that i personally will remember we're going to close this i'll tell you now before john bon jovial does the close we're going to close this with another song from the uh oak ridge boys and uh, this is as close as we can come to a big gala closing where everybody on the show gets together and sings the final song. This is an amazing performance that the boys did of the Hallelujah Chorus from Handel's Messiah. I think you're going to be really impressed with this. It's our closing number for the day. Until next year, Merry Christmas one and all. God bless. Have a happy, safe, and prosperous new year. We'll see you in January. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. I just want to let you know the David Bowers Awards is produced by the David Bowers for Stick It In Your Ear Productions, and it comes to you live from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida. 
The David Bowers Awards is also heard worldwide on the 365 Internet Radio Network and the GLC Global Internet Radio Network. Be sure to join us for the David Bowers Awards Sunday, January 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, as we start our third year of excellence on the air around the world when our guests will include from Los Angeles, California, uh, Evolve and an amazing group of kid rockers, Don't Tell Mom and other and another Canadian group uh, with a unique new release strategy, and it's called X's for Eyes. So until then, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a joyous Kwanzaa, and uh, just have a wonderful holiday season, and be sure to love everybody and have them love you back. Until then, for the David Bowers Awards and all of our crew here, this is John Bon Jovial saying, later dudes and dudettes, and have a wonderful, joyful holiday season. My father had a tradition, and he always taught us it's more blessed to give than receive. It's the best part of Christmas for me is the spirit of giving, and to experience that at Christmas time is one of my greatest thrills. 